Howdy, and welcome to The Lunch Table, a podcast where we try to mimic Seinfeld, but dirty. Seinfeld? Seinfeld. Seinfeld? Feld. Is it Feld or Feld? Seinfeld. What did he feel? Mm-hmm. Children? The sign? If he's feeling children, then that's exactly what we are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to need Phil. No, we always we are not a podcast to be rediscussed around the, you know, the, the water at work. Water cooler? Yes, thank you. The water cooler at work. That's okay. exactly where you discuss us. Not safe for work. Where that NSFW. Not safe for work, yes. Yeah, NSFW. Terrible. On that note, let me introduce my partner in crime, the man who's going to help make this dirty, dirty podcast. Drew, I look like a wrinkly coin purse. Oxenizer. It is way too much hair to be a coin purse. No, no. You you look like a giant's left testicle. Left. Left. So like my left testicle. It doesn't have to be giant if it's mine. No, 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 no. Like if, if there was a giant standing in front of me, you look like his testicle. Like Stan's dad. Yes, like Stan's dad. Yeah. I understood that. <laughs> <laughs> you got that one. Exactly like that. Bouncing. Oh. I float. You float? I float like I'm on a dance floor all the time. That's that's why I can't stop watching you. I'm a dancing testicle. <laughs> <laughs> whichever testicle is the one that actually produces the sperm, you're the opposite. Don't they both? No. Like, the one does... They're, the one's more important than the other. <laughs> I'm the one that hangs lower. <laughs> I'm the droopier one. And also around the table, your host with the most. Pictures of Fupas on his phone. Something about a sweaty, flappy thing. I just can't get enough of it. That's why you love me. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, when a Fupa just makes its moist slap noise, I just get super excited. Okay, that's enough. Stop it. <laughs> that's gross. Carl Jones. <laughs> that's nasty. <laughs> I don't want anyone to have to drive and listen to that and then wreck their car. <laughs> that's why large girls love me. I almost want to restart, but <laughs> fuck it. Let's get on with the show. Howdy, welcome to The Lunch Table, a podcast where Drew tries to make obscenely gross noises into the microphone. <laughs> now what today's episode is going to be, just us making funny noises for yeah, an hour. Just funny noises. It'll make a sweet cut at the end. I wouldn't want... Just okay, for, for a whole hour, that'd run out, dude. That would run out. So... Kick this I'm gonna have off. to start using different body parts. I would. Can you uh, can you can do you... the classic movie thing of making your armpit for? No, I, I never could. Dude, I tried so hard. I never is that could like, do that. Is that like trying to whistle for some people? Can yes. you either whistle or, <laughs> or make or a farting fart armpit? noise with your armpit? If you can do both, let us know. Yeah, that's you deserve. Yeah. A gold star. You are gross ambidextrous. Yeah. Yeah, you are gross and arousing at the same time. 
<laughs> I'd cat call him. But, dude, so the other day, you know how you told me I always use old terms? I guess. Like, uh, we were discussing the one thing and I brought up pay pennies. <laughs> <laughs> or the one day I said, don't throw the baby out with the bath water and stuff like that. And you're always like, what's up with these old ass references? Right? Well, the other day, I made a reference to fisty cuffing somebody. Yeah. Like, hey, you want a fisty cuffs? And they're like, what the hell is fisty cuffs? Right? So I had to explain to him. Do you know what fisty cuffs is? Yeah, it's fighting. It's punching. It's it's more than punching, but yeah, it's bare knuckle boxing, right? So I'm gonna look up a picture. But can you think of like like the iconic picture of the bare knuckle boxer? Oh maybe, yeah, maybe it's, try to it's explain a guy, it for a second. It's a really big buff guy, bald in most cases, big brown walrus mustache with a one arm like shoulder leotard, like a the uh, big big show yeah yeah exactly yeah. kind of like the big show they're not really super muscular you know they're like kind of they, they lift the atypical like circle dumbbells at the gym and they talk like this and they, and they talk like this and they well almost bronson you, those guys are a little bit too buff like what i'm what i'm trying to explain these guys look more like uh more like your dad would with his man tits. And then they hold their arms like in a weird boxing position. Yeah. You know, like let's, let's duke. Right. But they're not, they're not really all that fucking big. Right. And, and this person didn't know what I meant. So I, I had to go, I searched the internet. I found this picture and that's what I'm looking for. And when I sent the person the picture, they're like, holy shit, that kind of looks like you. Right. That looks like you. That's. <laughs> He's, oh, he's so skinny. He's so skinny, right? And he has a comb over like me. <laughs> now, this is the one that I know because that's right. the meme. Right, that's the meme. Yeah. But does it, it's like he kind of, if I was 40 and sickly, he does look like me. <laughs> <laughs> You're just 30 and kind of sickly. I'm getting there. Um, the cancer hasn't hit me yet. <laughs> Speaking of, 30, totally a weird thing. Told you. Yeah, there's not much fucking difference. Uh, not yet. You think that, but you'll get like, it's the maturity thing. That you just don't realize till you hang out with someone 25. And you're oh like, no, oh. I'm in deterioration of my body. Oh, oh, oh you say that, but your knee. Yeah, there's no difference between me at 30 and me at 29. Yet. Yeah. You're just into your 30s. Yeah. Wait till your back starts stiffening up a little bit. <laughs> it already has. All right. <laughs> it just kind of gets stiffer. I, like I felt 30 when I was 17. That's not good. Yeah. That's it's all the weight. No, is it? Yeah. Is it just ages you quicker? Yeah, I age. It helps you look younger, but it ages you quicker. <laughs> I look like two human, or I weigh as much as two human beings, so like I just age as much as two human beings. Is it like dogs? You know how the bigger dogs don't live as long? That's a really good fucking way to say it. Thank you. I'm like 60 in fat people years. <laughs> it's just whatever number you are times two. That's... <laughs> how did you, how did you, tell me, explain to me how you thought of this theory. Did, did you, did you put any signs behind it? Do you have studies? I mean, you get, you got to kind of figure I, I, under emotionally, like this is totally a physical thing. Okay. I'm, I'm just saying, how did you come up with the equivalent years? 
Yeah. I mean, based on how much a normal person weighs. Okay. And depending on how much you are over that thing. Like, okay, say a normal male weighs, what, 200 pounds? How much do you weigh? Yeah, I weigh 174 pounds. Okay, and I think you're a little skinny, so we'll call it 200. Okay. Um, if somebody weighs 400 pounds, then they're two times what a normal person would weigh. If you're 300 pounds, you're, you're like... A person and you're, a half. Yeah, you're like half fat. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're a person and then a chubby person. Yeah, so so if you weigh like 300 pounds you and you're 30... Then you have the physique of a normal 45 person. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not that bad. I yeah. mean, the body of a 45-year-old, it, it can still do things. Yeah. It gets around. Yeah. You're just that car going... But you still get to the post office. Right. I get 35 miles instead of 40. <laughs> You're the, you sound like a diesel, though. Like Sparky's old Volkswagen diesels. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Speaking of, I don't know if we've told this story before on the podcast. We used to piss on that car. Oh, we did. Every chance we got. Oh, yeah. Because it was white and we're dicks. Yeah. Yeah. Fun fact. When we you pee on friends. a white car, it turns it yellow. Oh, yes. Especially in the dead of winter. Yes. Oh, From well, 10 he, feet up. To be fair, he parked under the pee spot. <laughs> There's a balcony in which all the men peed off of, and I don't know. He knew that. He peed off of it. Yep. He peed on his own car. Yep. He he parked under there. I don't I don't know. But much like young teenagers, too, like whenever we would see it somewhere, we would always, we pissed on door handles. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, you know, Pittsburgh, I pissed on a couple doors or so. <laughs> and <bars>. buildings. <laughs> well, yeah, on the side streets on buildings. But I mean... <laughs> The one day, I'll tell it, we were in Pittsburgh, remember, it, end of the day, it was 2 in the morning or whatever, everybody's closing the bars down, they close right. them around 2 in the morning here. Us two and Sparky. Mm-hmm. There's three of us, we were drunkly, we, we were stumbling our way back to our car, trying to I figure was. out, <laughs> trying to figure out where to go, and I was like, man, I gotta pee. And of course, everybody's out on the street right now, because we all got kicked out of the bars here in town. All the side street, everywhere's busy. I'm like, man, I don't know if I can get get away just peeing somewhere, you know? And I noticed this one bar still had people in it. So <laughs> I was like, cool. I'm going to walk in there, use the restaurant quick, and pop out. I open the door. No problem. No problem. No force, no nothing. I open, open the, the door. Open the second door. Open the second door. And I walk in. And there's this uh, bodyguard or whatever you want to call him. He comes up to about my chin. And he has a black duster. Uh, leather duster all the way to the floor. Like I said, bald. Bald. I walk in. How did you get in here? I walked through the door. Impossible. No, dude. I walked through the door. He's. I just locked that. He must have done a bad job because I just walked through the door. And then he pushes me. Now I'm drunk. Don't touch me when I'm drunk. So now I'm getting into this guy's face. And I'm like, dude, I just need to pee. Just let me go pee, and I'll get out of here. And he's like, I'm going to call the cops. I'm going to call the cops. I'm going to throw you out and call the cops. I'm like, go ahead. I was like, go run to the back to get the phone. By the time you get the phone, dial 911. I have, I will have already pissed and been out of here. <laughs> <laughs> right? And he's like, the bar's closed. I'm like, dude, there's people still drinking. Literally, I see them right there. They're still drinking. Finish their, 
let me go and just pee real quick. We turned everything off. You didn't turn your fucking water line off. <laughs> you didn't just shut your water. Oh, time you know, to close up. Shut all the water off. <laughs> oh, no. I'll pee in a urinal that doesn't have ice in it. Forgive <laughs> right. me. I'm sorry. And as we're yelling and we're getting chest to chest with each other, out of nowhere, Sparky's behind me. And he looks at Sparky. How did you get in here? And he's like, the door. <laughs> he's like, the door's open. And I'm like, see? So either way, we argue for a little bit longer. He ends up kicking us out. I was not happy. Yeah, you were like, how the fuck did he get in here if you locked the door? Yeah, I was like, how the fuck did he get in here if you locked the Either way, we, he was not going to let me go pee. I was the brighter heads here and pulled you guys out. And you pulled us out. I was still upset. So what I did was, when the last door shut and I was outside, I just pulled my pants down and peed right on the fucking door. Well, to be fair, you peed from the front door all the way around, halfway to the side of the building. So did Sparky. I didn't even have to pee, but I did it too. (laughs) Fuck them. Not allowed me to use the restroom? Fine, I'm peeing on your door. (laughs) That's the way I roll. Was that the night you forgot your keys? Or lost your keys? No, that was a different night. That's the night that my mom danced with Nick Jones was the <laughs> night I lost my keys because we were driving my mom home. Was this when you lost your wallet? It might have been wallet lost, but I don't <laughs> think so. I think that was a different time with the band. I know this is the one where we were at the, the well, your favorite bar, as far as I know, down there. And you were standing on the bar and somebody uh-huh. goes, is that a girl? Oh, that's not my favorite bar down there. It's just the closing bar that most people go to. Right. A fan favorite for most people. Yeah. So it's like, might as well go there because it's going to be packed. Yeah, that was like the last time I had long hair. (laughs) One of it. It And then like a week later, you got kissed on the neck. Yeah, on the neck by a dude. And then I kind of ended it. (laughs) (laughs) Some dude came up, kissed me on the neck. Started a whole bar fight. Yeah, yeah. Talking about that, actually. I want to talk about our police encounters. Our police encounters? Our police. Not even just together, but individual police encounters. Do you want to make this a series? (laughs) Yes, almost. What's the weirdest encounter you've had with a policeman? Um, probably the one at the beach. Okay, explain it for the people. Um, so when CJ and I were 16... Uh, we decided to break into a federally owned beach uh, and throw a rager. Right. right. Owned by the Army Corps of Engineers. Yeah. Government might as well be federal. Yep, it is. <laughs> uh, we broke, I think there's a statute of limitation. I don't think we're good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we they already charged us. They can't yeah. charge us again. Okay. Double jeopardy. Yep, double jeopardy. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> <laughs> cut the cut the lock on the front gate. Somehow uh, it fell off somewhere. At a local beach. Mm-hmm. At a local beach. <laughs> uh, then we drove our cars in there and relocked the gate with our own lock. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then proceeded to drink a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Threw a big old party. Oh, yeah. Do you the- remember a week before what was happening? Like, it was like a week or two before we actually brought lawnmowers, push mowers, and mowed that whole place <laughs> because it was locked up for years. Right. It's not like it was a. A beach being used every day. It was right. locked up for most of our time, you know, our youth. So when we went back, everything was overgrown. And we were there mowing. And some of the Army Corps people stopped. And we just told them, well, we were volunteering. 
<laughs> no, we're just doing some program. Oh, okay. Yeah, there there was a bit of destruction too, which I'm not going to go into. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if we were charged for that. Mm. But continue, continue. <laughs> uh, so we had a, a regulation bar as one of the cops. <laughs> <laughs> for what, seven of us? Yeah. Yeah, and we did. We we had a lot of liquor, too much. Yeah, rum, vodka, tequila. Everything. A lot. Everything, too much. Uh, but then there were some fishermen on the front, uh, on the beach that it came in there. Not with us, but I guess. Yeah, they were just there. That same fishing. night. Yeah. And uh, we thought that they were kind of sketch and that they were going to call the cops and everything like that, which we're not really sure if they did or not. I don't know if they did or not. All I know is I didn't believe we had cop boats, but I was wrong. It was like about <laughs> three of them rolled up on shore. Like, whoop, whoop. Right. I was like, what the hell? Right. Police boats <laughs> almost seemed like SWAT yeah. rolled up onto the beach, <laughs> hopped off, and uh, some of us ran. Some of us did not run. Right. Uh, some of us ran in the woods. Um, I ran in the woods and left my car. Uh, CJ and someone else went out to the front and uh, like actually was talking to the cops. I mean, you were a little more sober than I was. Oh yeah, we were. We were talking to the cops. Basically, told them we didn't know the other group. We were just down here hanging out with our girlfriends because we both, you know, we had girls at the time. And. They were like, oh, okay. And we're like, yeah, we're the gate was just open. So we came in and they're like, oh, okay. And they were about to let us go. Yeah. Because the girls didn't drink at all. Yeah. So they were about to let us go. And then <clears throat> we won't say who, but somebody's mom came rolling up and yelling, everybody's involved. Do not let anybody go. And that kind of, that kind of, they were right. like, whoa, whoa, come back. And then they wound up trying to tow my car. Brought in a tow truck, and I was like, ah, they, you know, the writing's kind of on the wall here. So I walked out. But during that entire time when I was hiding in the woods, I thought that I was going to get tracked through my phone because they knew that it was my car. And they were going to track my phone. <laughs> FBI. Shit. So, <laughs> we got an underage trucker. Track their phones. So I actually pulled my battery out and smashed the battery in my phone. Wow. <laughs> With You're a rock catching me, you did all that just to say oh, okay, it, it was me. Yeah, you did all that just to give up. So like I said, if I were you, I would have kept running, just reported that shit stolen. The next day. <laughs> so everybody else came out of the woods around the same time, and uh, the more people that came out, the more people they were just like, oh, okay, you know, we'll right. get them all. Right. Certain people were able to leave. Myself, CJ, and our friend Alicia, who passed away. Not that night. <laughs> yeah, not that night. A little bit later. Um, we all were taken in a cop car. Now, our parents to... couldn't come quite at that time. Well, no. We had to go down to the station to pick up and call them. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow they all had some. Maybe cell phones and we didn't or something. I don't know. Well, obviously the one's mom was there. Yeah. I forget about the other one. I don't know. But oh, the other way. one. the other one had a friend come pick him up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but we were put in a squad car, all three of us in the back, when all three of us would actually fit in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, that's a tight squeeze. We have handcuffs? No. I didn't think we had handcuffs. Mm-hmm. We weren't in handcuffs. But uh, the police officer drove us down to the station, and uh, CJ about halfway through goes, man, this, you know, this kind of feels like a little bit slow. I think you can go a little faster in this car. 
And the cop goes, yeah, of course I can, and fucking floors it. Oh, I basically conned him in by going, oh, yeah, I hear these things ain't that fast. <laughs> he goes, no, it goes pretty quick. And I'm like, yeah, I hear their top speed's like 80 or something. And he's like, oh, no. And then he just punches it. <clears throat> and during that time, I said, uh, can you turn on the lights, too? <laughs> Fuck yeah, flips Woo! the lights. So there we go. And no, that was a, that was a, it was weird, but it was a fun experience. So, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but one day when I was still killing bugs, I was on my way to work. Just got my BMW, right? <laughs> just, just got the new twin turbo. I'm on, uh, uh, Mercer Road there. And, you 58? know. Yep. You know, it's an old, old road, but it's an old hideway. So the speed on it is like 45, 50, 50. I think it's 45 in some areas, 55 in others. Right. But you always get some old, slow poke, 80-year-old driver. Doing I, like, I remember when this road was 10 miles an, an hour. hour. And they drive like that. Oh, yeah. You know? So I'm coming up. I see there's three cars in line. I'm doing the speed limit. I'm already catching them pretty quick. I know they're going under the speed limit. I'm like, well, I got this you know, new car with the new twin turbo. Let me put it in sport mode. Go left. Put a little gas into it. Pass the first car. It's all good. Go to pass the second car. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Undercover cop. Whoop, 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 whoop. Oh, shit. Now I don't know what to do. Because I'm in the left-hand lane. I don't want to speed past them and seem like I'm trying to outrun this cop. You know? <laughs> But I also don't want to just slam my brakes and then some car coming the other way just hits me or, like, make it look like I'm trying to dodge him. Like, either way, I don't know what to do to make it seem like I'm not going to run from this guy. Did you turn left? No, I rolled down my window. I pointed at him and I pointed over to, like, a road up ahead to kind of give him, like, hey, I'm going to go for that road. Then I punched it, got ahead of people, pulled off on that side road. Golf course road, right by the golf course, right on 58. Okay. Right beside the horse training place. Okay. This cop whips his car. By the way, like I said, it's an undercover cop car. It's like an old beat up. Uh, uh, Crown Vic? Thank you, Crown Vic. You know, a cop car, which wouldn't even be undercover nowadays and no one even uses anymore because they had a bad habit of catching on fire. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, they're fire. They're not firemen. They're police officers. Right. He pulls up behind me, gets out of his car, slams the door, runs up to my window, like speed walks to my window, doo, 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 just beating on it. I'm like, holy shit. I, I actually think about not rolling it down how hard he beat on it. Like, maybe <laughs> I should wait and let this guy cool down. Beats on it again. I'm like, Jesus, God. Roll down my window. Do you know why I fucking pulled you over? I don't know. <laughs> you know? Ne never, <laughs> never admit guilt. He's like, if you know why. If you tell me why I pulled you, if you can tell me why I pulled you the fuck over, maybe I won't get you in fucking trouble. You understand the way you're driving was fucking ridiculous. I got a inmate in the back of my cop car, and he's like, he's like, and you were driving so reckless I pulled you over. And I was like, dude, I wasn't even going ten over the speed limit, you know. And he, he starts flipping out. By the way, this cop has nothing on him that says police. He has a bulletproof vest. Nowhere does it say police, and nowhere does he have a badge. Damn. Right? Never tells me his name. Asks for my ID. I tell him no. <laughs> he tells me he doesn't have time for me, basically, at the end of it. After arguing and realizing I'm not going to give him my shit. 
because I'm like, well, why did you even pull me over, basically? And he won't tell me besides trying to say, well, you're driving like a jackass. Well, that's not an offense. Reckless driving is. Maybe if you said reckless driving. But I was like, are you charging me with something? What's going on, basically? And he, at the end, told me, you better fucking watch yourself next time all something, something. And he darts out of there. <laughs> so I'm like, man, this, I was like, that doesn't feel right. Like, I've had a lot of police encounters. They're usually well informative. They let you know why they're pulling you over. Even though they try to trip you up, they'll inform you when you say, no, I don't know. They'll right, right, right the away. You know, rarely ever are they just exploding on you out of nowhere. Right? So I, I call one of my family members who's a retired cop, tell him the situation. He's like, no, nah, that doesn't sound right. He's like, first, they're not allowed to pull you over with an inmate in the back. That's illegal. Huh. Because, say you're pulling me over for a traffic violation, a simple traffic violation. What happens if that inmate gets away or gets hurt? Was it worth to pull me over for a little traffic violation? Right. So, when you're when you're dropping people off, you're supposed to go straight to the jail. That is That is what you're doing. Now, around here sheriffs take people to the Mercer County Jail. Not undercover cop cars. Right. So that was weird to me, too. So you think it was a fake cop? We'll get into it. So he tells me what I would do is call Mercer County cops. See what's going on. Because I don't even know if I'm being charged, what's going on. Basically, the guy said he was going to send me something in the mail. I have no idea. So I want to know, hey, am I being charged with something? What's what's going on? So I call the, I call Mercer County there. I tell them the situation. They're like, sir, we don't own any undercover police cars. Oh, shit. And there was no one in our unit on that road at that time. They're like, there's only one other police department that watches that road in that state. And I was like, well, he didn't look like a state boy. You know, state no. boys always have the hat, the brown clothes, Prim whatever. and proper, yeah. Prim and proper. I was like, this dude was wearing dark blue with nothing saying police on him. You know, so I call the state police. I tell them they had no one on the road at that time. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm, and no one seemed concerned as I'm telling the police. Not one of them really seemed concerned that I got this r- random dude pulling me over yelling at me. You know, that still to this day, nothing got solved of it. <laughs> that was just it. I called them. They said, no, we had no one. And I'm like, okay, well, are you going to be They're like, yeah, we'll, we'll watch out for it maybe. So be careful. Be careful. Just because you're getting pulled over doesn't mean that dude's a cop. I have no idea what that guy was doing. But luckily it was someone like me who was willing to kind of fight back a little bit. And not just give some random dude who had a gun. Like he had a gun on him and stuff around his belt. And just give him all your identification or do whatever he wants. Because God knows. What if I was, you know, God forbid I was a woman in that situation. All the things he could have done to somebody. Right. You know, that's probably the weirdest encounter I've ever had. Now, the nicest encounter I've ever had was the one day I was flying on my motorcycle that was uninspected. <laughs> Which even, one? The red uninspected no, 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 or the no. white uninspected? No, white. <laughs> Not even sure. Not even sure if I had insurance on it at this time. Because that's the way I like to roll. And in PA, there's a no chase rule for motorcycles. Yeah, because <clears> they can get hurt. Because they can get hurt. Some states, that's not a thing. Know the difference. Before you go to run, know which state you're in. <laughs> so, usually on a motorcycle, no one's going to give you shit if you're going 100 mile an hour. <laughs> as sad as that sounds, you got a fast bike like that, you downshift, you go 100. Around here, lots of downshifts are going to fucking let you be. Right? 
I'm going to work. This time I'm living in Sharon. So I take 80 to get to Valant. Okay. By the time I take 80, get off on 19, I'm, I'm taking a turn on to 19. It's a construction zone. I was doing about a buck 20. <laughs> right off right off that off ramp. Right? Like, most people slow down. This, boom. That's what the bikes are designed to do. I'm fucking doing it. Pin it. I get to the stop sign. I see fucking state cop. Boop, 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 boop. I'm like, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> like, it's, what, 50, 55 in a construction site? You Less get, than that. You get double charged in a construction site, and right. I was doing more than double the fucking speed limit? Yeah, your license will be gone forever. And the bad part was she didn't. She waited to light me up. If she would have lit me up and I saw her, she probably knew I would have ran. I wouldn't have stopped at the stop sign. I'd have kept going because you can't see my license plate. We're all good. By the time she turned on her lights, I knew she already had my plate. No <laughs> reason to run. You already know who the fuck I am. So I turn off my car. She gets out. Why are you going that fast? You know, a woman state cop. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. I just, I got to get to work. She's like, why are you going? You could have got hurt. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. You're right. There's no reason to be going that fast. Whatever. She's like, why isn't your bike inspected? And I'm like, well, because the seat's broken, which it was at that point. But that has nothing to do with the inspection. <laughs> it would still would have passed with that broken seat. But she didn't know. The cop didn't even know the law. So, I basically talk to her and I tell her, like, listen, I'm just having a rough time. I was like, this is the only thing I got, which it was. I was the only vehicle at the time that I had. I was like, I'm just trying to get to work to pay my stuff. I was like, I already got a ticket for this for being uninspected, which I did. <laughs> which I ended up getting out of. Because they wrote it. That cop, when he wrote me up, wrote the ticket for a car. Saying I owned a car that was a Triumph. I don't own a car that's a Triumph. <laughs> he miswrote it i didn't have to pay it but even if i did have to pay it for anybody who wants to know if you get pulled over and they charge you for not having your bike inspected they told me what the fee would be because they tried to rewrite me the ticket and i told them no <laughs> like when i took it to the municipal building they're like oh we'll rewrite it i'm like you're not allowed to rewrite it <laughs> like, that's illegal but anyways it was it's only 20 bucks so don't inspect your bike. Just take the ticket, pay the 20 bucks, and you're good all year. <laughs> it's cheaper than the fucking inspection. Yeah, yeah, it is. My, my favorite... Uh, but she, Yeah, she ended up letting me go. Damn. Nothing. Not, no, no warning, nothing. <laughs> Told me, don't, don't let me see you fly again. I was like, oh, okay. Damn. Took a different way for a while. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite cop story also involves you again. Oh, God. <laughs> This one, uh, there's a little bit of a backstory. I, I have had quite the encounter with police. Yeah. <laughs> this one was a fun one, though. This is fun. You're going to remember. So I used to have this Pontiac vibe, orange all-wheel drive Pontiac vibe. <laughs> one of my favorite things to do in it, especially when it got icy, is when I would be headed into school, I would floor in as fast as I could to the parking lot and pull the emergency brake and just kind of slide. Yeah, well, that's something. If you're listening, you don't come from a place where there's snow. When yeah. it gets cold, the roads get real slick. Yeah. Right? I mean, it doesn't even have to always have a lot of snow as long as there's a little bit of moisture and it freezes. Roads get real slick. And around here, you learn kind of how to drift with it. Yeah. It, it was practice. Practice me in the in the right. school parking lot 
practicing how to drift. And I used to do it in front of the buses and everything all the time. It yeah. was super cool. Never gotten any trouble oh, for yeah, it though. You just hit your you hit your gas a little bit, your tires spin, your back end comes out, you learn how to counter steer around here and you're right. good to go. Yeah. So it's something that like around a lot of kids do. Yeah, a lot of kids do it. You see an empty parking lot with a little bit of snow? I bet anybody who lives in the north does this. I bet it's a real north thing just to go do some donuts. <laughs> So we were in my Pontiac Vibe. I think you were in the passenger seat and Alicia again was in the back. Do you have any idea who was in the back? Jared. Jared was in there too? Yeah, it was Jared. So all four of us are driving around uh, in our hometown and we go up to one of the far sections and there's just an empty parking lot. And I decide, oh, well, you know, I'm going to pull a drift and press some people in there. Actually, this is an old uh, like outlet kind of deal. Yeah. And very long, very the, wide. Right. And all those stores are basically gone at this point. They, right. They all super died. empty. So it's super empty. And it doesn't get plowed. So you know that there was it was real slick. Right. So I pull a real nice fucking drift. Get enough power to pull out of oh, it. Yeah. Felt like Tokyo Drift. Yeah, we're just going in circles. Fucking living the dream. Yeah. Feeling all wheel drive. This is right around the time of uh the Need for Speed games. Oh, yeah. You also have Fast and Furious just come out. Dude, driving fast was a thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it was the time. It was the time. You're like, yeah, let's just go fuck. And it was all about imports, too. So, like, <laughs> the fact that we didn't have a big muscle car, we kind of felt in, even though it was a piece of shit. Yeah. It wasn't a piece of shit, but, like, it wasn't a racing vehicle. <laughs> so, I pulled that drift, and then I went out into another parking lot, and uh, actually, when... We went over to this parking lot. We were driving straight, and Alicia behind me goes, fucking pull into that one. I bet you you won't drift around that one. And I was like, fucking sold. So it was a brand. The one you pulled into was a brand yeah, new tractor surprise. made outlet. Yeah. So even though there was an old one that just died, they built a new one. Right. And we saw it, and it was a perfect opportunity because they just put the blacktop down with all that ice, and it was nice and slick. So I pulled into there, and I pulled an even better drift than the first oh, time. Big old Yui. It, it was a good shot. You drove in, did a big Yui throughout the whole parking lot, and, and then, then came whipped out. back out. Yeah, all in one motion. Yep. And I even like yanked it real quick to turn left out of the parking lot as fast as I went in. Yeah. I wound up cutting off a car. Little did we know that it was a cop. Yeah. You cut off a car. We were driving, and I think Jared said, "I think that was a cop." Whoop whoop whoop. <laughs> So I pulled over to the side, and I, I always had this problem ever since the beach. To It still happens now. To where I freak out. Yeah, authority scares you. No, police officers scare me. Okay. Because I know that I did something wrong, I'm going to get a ticket, and I don't have the finances to pay for that. Yeah. <laughs> you just start breaking down. You did. He started sweating. Sweating like a motherfucker. I, now, this isn't proper. People probably shouldn't do this, but I don't give two flying fucks. So, when we stopped, I instantly opened your glove box to reach in. Yeah. Do you remember freaking out? Yeah. Don't do that! Don't do that! They're going to think there's a gun! They're not going to believe we have a gun! Don't do that! They're going to believe we have a gun! (laughs) So, the police officer comes up to the window and goes, "Uh, Dude, you know why I pulled you over? And I was like, um, uh, I think. (laughs) And he's like, Drew? Drew, Drew, gonna need you a fa- gonna need you to do me a favor. Calm down. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely. Sure, sure, anything like that. So why did you do that? P- 
peer pressure. <laughs> Literally threw everybody under the bus. <laughs> so he goes back to the car, runs whatever, comes back, and he goes, I'm not going to write you a ticket, even though I should. He goes, Drew, I want you to do me another favor. He goes, this is not a Porsche. <laughs> this is a Pontiac Bob. <laughs> Drive it like one and have a good night. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Give me my shit back. <laughs> oh man. How about how about when you uh how about your DUI? Do you remember that? I remember bits and pieces of it. My DUI, so like when I when I DUI club here. When I got my DUI. Woo! We suck. I worked midnights. Mm-hmm. Got out. Around 6 in the morning. Around 7 in the morning, there was a local bar that would actually open up. Real shithole of a place. It was the only place in town that would open up, so all of us would go there. Well, it was my 22nd birthday. Actually, it was the day before my 22nd, but I wasn't going to be at work the next day. <laughs> so all of them wanted to celebrate. I was like, okay, we'll go out. We go at 7 in the morning. Right? We At the first bar till about noon. And by the way, it, uh, until about 10, beer there is only a quarter. A quarter? One quarter. 25 cent got you a bottle of beer. Man, they want people to get fucking so up. So we were, I mean, we were shit-faced, right? Then at noon, we decide to go to the New England, a different bar, downtown. <laughs> Somebody drives, or no, I, I drive myself because my truck's there. So some, I get myself there, whatever, everybody drives there. Then around 10 at night. I decide I've had enough drinking. So from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. I've been dr- I've been at a bar. Now, maybe not always drinking, but I've been at a bar staying drunk. <laughs> <laughs> right? I missed that, CJ. <laughs> I decide that's it. I've had enough. I'm done. I'm going home. <laughs> you know, no, no, everyone there, you're not going home. No, no. And I'm like, no, I'm going home. They're like, no, you're not. And they try to take my keys. They successfully take my keys. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, fuck, I ain't, I ain't going home, dude. I ain't fuck. Or, like, they wanted me to go to somebody else's house and stay at their couch. And I'm like, nah, dude, I want to go in my bed. Like, I paid money to have this match. I'm going to sleep in my fucking bed. And that's the worst part. When I get drunk and I'm ready to sleep, I want my bed. Yeah. Not not somebody else's house. Not some, I want to go home. I'm I don't know. Like, you, you spend a lot of nights on my couch. Yeah, but that's a bro thing. <laughs> I didn't know them like that. I ain't going to just sleep. So I was like, uh, I was throwing kind of a fit or whatever. Then I, I decided, well, you know what? Let me be quiet. They kind of forgot about me. I snuck up. I took my keys back out of some <laughs> dude's pocket. Off I go. So you think? Uh, so I think. But I'm on the road. I'm driving. <laughs> you know? It's not like I'm swerving or something. I'm trying to make it to transfer because now I live in transfer. I know for Greenville, Sharon, transfer, moving all over the place, living a bunch. But now I'm going to transfer, right? So about 10 minute drive I got, 15 minute drive. I get about five minutes into my drive. I turn. I see whoop, whoop, whoop. I'm like, fuck. Because I know I'm drunk. Like, right by the honey bear. Yeah, and I know I'm fucked, right? Whoop, 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 whoop. I'm like, shit. Pull over. I'm, I'm pretty drunk. I'm pretty sure I pissed myself. Right? I'm so drunk I peed myself. They pull me out of the out of my truck. It's still on. 
right? I just put it in park. My truck's still, still on. I never shut it off. They're like, walk a line. You know, they get to the point. They're asking me to walk a line. I go to attempt. I'm nowhere near. And I was like, fuck it. I can't do it. <laughs> and they're like, are you sure you don't want to attempt again? And I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be able to achieve this task you're putting in front of me. <laughs> you know, I cannot walk a straight line at this point. So they're like, okay, we're going to take you in. They're like, we'll get, uh, we'll get a record to come get the truck or whatever. And at this point, they're putting me in handcuffs, putting me in the back of the cop car. Now, they're already dogging me because I have a Browns hat on. We're <laughs> in Pennsylvania. As you know, they're rivals. Pittsburgh Steelers, the Browns, big rival. People take it kind of serious around here. Right. As we're going to the hospital. First off, our local hospital is known to be dirty. Very. Very dirty, very bad. Not the dirtiest one in the area, though. No. No, not the dirtiest one, but still not good. So, as they're taking me there, they're asking me if I'm going to give them blood. You know, because here, once you get arrested, they either breathalyze you or take your blood. They want to take my blood. I told them, yeah, no problem, as long as I see the needle being put together. (laughs) We drive there, get to the parking lot. They open the door. They try to read me some paper. They're like, do you understand this? I ask them, do you think I'm drunk? And they said, yes. And I'm like, legally, I can't understand that. <laughs> I am not of sound mind I'm to say yes. I'm not of sound mind to say yes. And that kind of pissed them off. And they're like, no, you got to understand this. And I'm like, well, I can't if you think I'm drunk. Your, your own rules are contradicting you here. <laughs> you, I cannot understand this paper if you're telling me I'm drunk. And if I'm not drunk, then please take me back to my truck and let me go home. <laughs> because then you don't have a case here. They get all pissed. They take me into the hospital. right? And at this point, they're kind of being aggressive with me, pushing me, going along. Because they're all pissed and I'm arguing with them. They sit me down in front of a nurse. The nurse is trying to ask me my name, this and that. Tries to read me a paper. Tries to have me sign it. I said, ma'am, do you, do you think I'm intoxicated? And she said, yes. And I'm like, then legally, I do not understand what you are saying. And I will not sign that paper. Oh, they did not like that. They got all fucking pissy. All fucking pissy. Yelling at me, whatever. Somehow I get away without signing papers. And they get me into the elevator. And they're telling me, you better get this blood. Like, when we get you up here, you better take it. You know? I was like, I will if he shows me the needle. We get into the doctor's office. I sit down. The doctor already has a needle in hand. And I was like, whoa, no. I was like, nah, I want to see him put the needle. I was like, go get a new needle. He's like, no. And I was like, no, I want, to, you, I want to see it come out of the package so I know it's sterile. And he's like, no. And I was like, bro, I got tattoos and shit. I was like, you think this is my first time around a needle and knowing, like, I was like, tattoo artists do it. to let you know that this shit's sterile. I was like, I know this is a dirty hospital. You're not, I'm not going to get some disease so you guys can have my blood. Right. Well, now at this point, they're like, are you refusing? I was like, yeah, if you're not going to show me a new needle, then yeah, I refuse. <laughs> oh, my, that really pissed them off. Now they rip me out of the bed. I'm still in my clothes. It's not even like they gave me a gown. They throw me back into the elevator. We go all the way down. We go the, to their cop car. They push me in the cop car. My head hits the top of the cop car. My hat falls on the ground. The one officer steps on it. It's an all-white brown hat. He steps right on it and then puts <laughs> it right back on my head. That's I'm handcuffed. We go down to the station. My hat falls off again when I go to get out of the cop car. They do a couple other things, put it back on my head. Get into the station. Time for a picture. They're like, sir, we're going to need you to take that hoodie off. Was it a brown hoodie? 
I forget what hoodie I had on. So I was like, you know what? Fine. They undid my handcuffs. I literally stripped naked. <laughs> I was like, you want me to take my clothes off? Fine. Boom. Stripped naked. Walked in front. They took, they took my picture. They put me in the cell naked. It was a bad move. <laughs> bad move. They put me in the cell naked with nothing. Damn. But a scratchy fucking blanket. I fell asleep. No windows or nothing. I woke up at some point. I have no idea what time it is or anything. Right? A cop comes walking in. Oh, shit! He looks at me. I look at him. No one told me you were in here. <laughs> Let's me out. I mind you, it was like 10... It was around 11 at night. I got arrested. It's 8 at night the next day. Damn. That's how long I was in there. You slept for almost 24 hours? Yeah. I was... Dude, my body was going... I'm surprised I wasn't like... Like poisoned. How just how long I... I mean, I stayed up for a while. Then you would sleep. Then you kind of get up and sleep. But like I was there for a while. Not knowing what time. I would wake up. You know, there's nothing to reference anything. So how do I know if it's been five minutes or eight hours? I don't know. I don't know. I just closed my eyes and got back up and fuck. Guess it's not time to leave yet. Let's go back to sleep, you know? Scratchiest fucking blanket in the world. And as you're naked, that's not fun. (laughs) (laughs) What happened to your truck? Uh, They ended up towing it right by the light coming to your house. Wherever that, you know, up over the hill. Carlin's mom's. Yeah, up that way. They towed it there. And I remember the next day when I got out, they told me where my truck was. They gave me all the info. I was like, fine, fuck. Now I'm outside with no vehicle or nothing. <laughs> How am I supposed to get there? How am I, it's my 22nd birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing. I, I I think my phone was in the truck, so I don't even have my cell phone. So I walked up to my grandma's. Told my grandpa, like, hey, can you help me go get this truck? Got in trouble, yada, yada. He drives me out to go get the truck. I go to get it, and the guy tries to hand me a towing fee. I'm like, what the fuck's this? And he's like, it's a towing fee. I was like, dude, my truck was left on. You could have drove it to your fucking place. <laughs> so I was like, the key was in it. You didn't need to fucking tow it. I was like, I was like, it was in a ditch, but as four wheel drive, it would have popped right out of that motherfucker. I was like, that's why I put it in there. Ended up fighting with them for a while because I was just pissed. Still had to pay it. Paid it. Got it out. Ended up going to court for it and getting off with like the lightest sentence ever because of how they treated me. And none of them showed up. Damn. None of them showed up. So, like, I ended up getting a light sentence, getting, as you know, a... Uh, ARD? Yeah, an ARD and not a not a DUI. Now, the only thing that sucked was because I did not have anything on paper stating what my alcohol blood content was or anything like that. You got max? No, I didn't get max fines or nothing. The only thing I got on max was the fucking therapy. I went to therapy, like, you had to meet with this therapist afterwards to see if you needed, you know, classes for being a drunk. Oh, I know. Right? So I sat down, me and this therapist talked. She's like, no, you seem like a wonderful person. I don't think you need it. She's like, but the law states you didn't put anything down, therefore you got to have max therapy. So I had to pay for all these therapy classes. That they're like, yeah, you really don't have a problem. Then I've had to, I had to sit there and listen to people who had problems, and it was fucking... Like, the one lady was like, every day I wake up and I go around my car to make sure I didn't hit anyone to make sure there was no blood because I never remember going home. I'm Jesus. like, Jesus. Like, that's a problem. 
I mean, I was getting there. Don't get me. I'm happy. Like, I got caught. I got my hand slapped. I haven't done it again. It, it's not something you should do right. at all. I mean, I can't even believe I made it on my motorcycle the one day home. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get pulled over that time. No, we... They were probably scared watching the bike just swerve laying the fucking lane. Like, hey, man, you were right behind me then. <laughs> <clears throat> My DUI was a little different than that. Actually, very different on all accounts. Um, I went to a bar with my girlfriend at the time and some of our friends. I think her sister and her boyfriend at the time. And uh, we got kind of drunk. Okay. I was not super hammered, unlike you. And, um, I, we decided that it was time to leave, but during the time I had been like sneaking shots and beers and things and crushing them super fast. Yeah. So like, I I don't know. I thought I was good to drive. I had driven way more drunk than that before. It took a minute. Yeah. Then it hit. So we pulled out of this Western bar. (laughs) So bad. (laughs) This Western bar. What? It is the worst thing when you live in the country and you go to a bar that's trying to be as country as country. Oh, yeah. Like they're putting on the biggest act. I swear to God, I heard Boots Gooten Boogie like six times there that night. Oh, (laughs) God. But uh, so I get everybody in the car and we start leaving to pull out of the out of the bar. And uh, I see this cop just pass right by us going the other direction. And I was like. Oh shit, I didn't know that there were cops out right now. Of course, we stayed there until close. Yeah. Cops are going to be out. So I pulled off into this little church parking lot. And uh, this cop saw me, I guess, and pulled a U-turn and kind of just showed in the parking lot next to this one. So if you would have kept driving, he probably wouldn't have noticed. Oh no, he, he, he was on me. Oh, okay. So yeah. he was turning around to get you no matter what. I guess. Okay. But I had pulled off into this parking lot and turned the car off and everything. And uh, I was just like, I, I see this cop over there. And everybody's like, come on, we want to go home. And I was like, no, I need to, I need to chill. Just mm-hmm. give it a second. So after like two or three minutes, I hopped out. I popped my hood of my car. Yeah. yeah <laughs> the old something's wrong with my car trick. Right. And I was having alternator problems at the time. Okay. So valid. Yeah. So I was messing underneath the hood for like. 15, 20 minutes looking over every once in a while, looking at the cop. I know he had to have seen me. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, he just decides, you know what? Probably not worth it. There's other people that I can be getting right now. Takes off. And I was like, okay. Close my hood. <laughs> Hop back you in the car. should have waited 20 more minutes. I, I should have waited another little bit. Uh, yeah, he saw me close my hood and get back up. And I went the other direction the way he went. Fucking pulled to you and followed right in behind me. I wonder if that's illegal. Now, mind you, I had no idea where I was going. Somebody guided me to this country bar, and I had no way to get back to my girlfriend's house. Definitely part, different county that I had never been in before. That's not like you. You're a man of maps. Well, I was drunk, too. Right. But I'm just saying, usually you're a human GPS, so it's not like you to be in an area where you don't know. Right. You know, like around here, you knew every road and all that. <laughs> so so I'm just saying, for, for the listeners, it's a different feeling for you. Right. And, and I was scared this whole time because the cop was behind me. Ten miles. I drove. Ten miles. Three different cities that I went into and out of before the cop pulled me over. Because I went left of center. What happened is I was going downhill around a curve underneath a railroad 
bridge and there was stone on either side of the road yeah and i didn't want to hit the stone so i kind of swerved out towards the middle so that i wouldn't hit it as soon as i get around the curve pulls me over pulls me into another church parking lot huh <laughs> ironic does all the tests and everything pulls me out of the car and asked me to do a whole bunch of tests now they gave me five different tests I can't, I can't even tell you what tests they are. I know I walked the line. I know he did the flashlight thing. Five different tests. And I thought I passed all of them. Seems like it did. Because as soon as I finished the fifth one, he's like, all right, yep, you're drunk. So I must have done really good for the fourth one. I don't know why he suspected me even after every single test and finally got me on the fifth one. Yeah. What was the fifth test that got you? Fifth one was the eye. Oh, so, with the flashlight. So, I I just I, I had to count backwards. Actually, I do remember now. I had to uh, count backwards. I had to do the alphabet backwards. Oh yeah. <laughs> which I got. Which you I I know I didn't look drunk on that one. I had to walk the line and stand on one foot. And then he finally did the flashlight test on me. Damn, are they allowed to do that many tests? I don't know, but he did. And. Uh, I can't believe he's allowed. He was allowed to follow you for ten miles. Ten miles. And he watched you for a while. Yeah. You should have got a better lawyer, dude. He wanted me. You should have got a better lawyer. I don't know what I did pulling out. I don't know if he saw me stumbling going to the car. I don't know what happened. He just saw your car there all night, and then saw you leave. And then you. Well, I was in an orange vibe. Right, and then you pulled and did suspicious shit because he noticed as soon as he passed you, you. Turned off and did something. Then right. He, then you really let it off when he was like, okay, I'll just act to leave. And then you, yeah. So he uh, he goes, I'm going to take you down to the station uh, and have your car towed uh, because everybody else in your car is drunk too, which he just assumed. And the boyfriend stood up in the back and goes, I'm not drunk. And the guy goes, do you think that you can pass a test? He goes, yeah, sure. Pass test flying colors. He goes, why the fuck didn't you have him drive? He's not drunk at all. And I was like, so does that mean he can take my car back? He goes, yeah. So he took my car back, cop took me to the station, did a breathalyzer to me at the station, and then let me fucking go. I called the people that had my car and was just like, hey, come pick me up. And then I get hit with everything the next day. Wow. You and I had very completely different DUIs. Yeah, yeah. they held me all night. And they're like, nope, fuck they, you. They got you instantly. You were super drunk. Yeah, I refused <laughs> and to even they held do a you. test. I refused to do the test. I refused to do a blood test. But it seemed like your punishment was a little bit more severe than mine. Oh, mine totally was. Because I was an Ohio resident. I was living in Ohio, going to school. But I had a PA address. Yeah. For my mom's house. Um, they couldn't charge me, but they were trying to charge me. I still wind up getting a DUI. Yeah, okay. Um, and so you I, actually got a DUI. Yeah, I actually have a DUI. And uh, I wound up getting a lawyer and doing everything like that. It was a, like a $1,000 fine. My lawyer cost was like $2,000. Yeah, lawyers ain't cheap. And um, I wound up having to do, I guess, ARD. Not ARD, they called it. I had to go to a hotel for a weekend and do classes and everything. Funny, I also had to do therapy. I don't know if I've ever told you this before. Oh, dang. Well, how did that go for you? It was weird. First off, they gave you a questionnaire at the end of all their teaching and everything. Go, if you, 
if we deem it that you need extra therapy. Yeah, yeah. They said the same thing they could if yeah. they think that you have a problem. <laughs> so during this time, there were a whole bunch of young kids that I was like a part of with the group. And we were laughing and joking and everything the whole time. None of us thought we had a problem. And uh, they they gave us this test. And I answered it truthfully. Have you ever, you know, driven yeah. drunk before? Yes. <laughs> have you ever been caught before? No. Have, have you done this? Blah, 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 blah. I answered truthfully. Oh, and gosh. I handed it in. And the guys beside me goes, hey, did you, you know, what did you put? And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I told the truth. He goes, no, no, you don't do that. He goes, I put that I had no problems and never been pulled over and nothing like that. He goes, they can't prove it or anything. He was able to just kind of sit there and do whatever he wanted for the next, like, two days. I had to go into intense therapy situations. (laughs) What was that like? I don't know. It was was more kind of the thing. Like you said, it's good that they caught it when they did. Yeah. Because now I'm a lot more careful and don't do it. Right, right, right. I mean, it's all, we were the ones breaking the law. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, we broke the law. And now, that, to, that law's there for a reason, a good reason. To be fair, we've done way more stupid stuff in vehicles, not drunk. True, but that's still breaking the law. Yeah. One wrong, it, you can't equivalent. Either way, we're breaking the law. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't hit anything. We didn't harm anybody on any of these instances where we were drunk. True. We've done that when we were sober. Yeah, that's true. Maybe energy drink fueled. <laughs> <laughs> Sugar's just as bad. Sugar's just as bad. No, I, at the end of the day, I mean, I've had good situations with police, bad situations with police. It's really how you treat them. Don't escalate the situation. At the end of the day, you can't win. Right. So just take your loss and battle it later. That's what you got. It's the most frustrating thing when someone's accusing you or telling you that you did something that you don't believe you did. But when a police officer is doing that, the only option you have is to take it on the fucking chin and then fight it in court. Speaking of taking on the chin, one of my last cop stories. Okay. Uh, This is my third underage. (laughs) My second underage was in college and I drank two handles of vodka to myself and woke up in the hospital talking to a cop. That's a long story. Another time for another time. Yeah. (laughs) Alcohol has been a thing for Drew. My third one, I was actually at the same beach that we had gotten in trouble at the first time. Just a different part of it. The same (laughs) body of water. The same body of water, but a different place. I was there with my girlfriend at the time. And we had decided to go fishing. Oh, God. And she had brought some beer along. Yeah. And I was 20. Almost about to turn 21, maybe maybe two weeks from my 21st birthday. Mm, and uh, she pops open a couple beers and just slams them off. She was a heavy drinker. And I was like, you know what? Give me one. Cop walks around the corner. Hey, can I see your IDs? Fuck. You know you're not supposed to have alcoholic beverages on this thing. I was like, yep. Yeah, yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> I know it. Finds out that I'm underage, and he goes, well, we're going to have to tow your car. Zero tolerance policy for anybody under 21. Right, because they've never done it. Right. So either you have somebody come and pick up your car, or we'll have it towed. 
I was like, I've had my car towed before. I was like, I know how expensive it is. And not just that, but yours is an all-wheel drive. With right, all they'll wheel, fuck it up. With all-wheel drives, it's got to be on a flatbed. If they pull it any other way, it fucks your whole car up. So it's more expensive, too. Yes. So I called my brother, and I said, I need your help, and I need you to bring my other brother, because one of them has to, you have to bring the other one down so that he can drive my car back. I got in trouble with the cops. Fuck. All right. We're going to come down there. Pulls into the parking lot that I'm sitting at. The cops there with me and the girls there with me. And my brother Kent, who's been on the podcast numerous times here, yeah, he steps out of the car. And he looks at me, takes a couple steps towards me, and goes to fucking smack my face. He goes, "Officer, can I smack my brother?" And the cops are like, "Yeah, go ahead." He goes to reach back and cocks back, gets about halfway to me. I go, "No, I have a dip in." So he swerves under and backhands me on the other side of the lip. (laughs) (laughs) No, my dip. Cop, cop looks at me and goes, shit, (laughs) that sounded like it hurt. He goes, that was crazy. He goes, (laughs) that was crazy. He goes, I may not charge you a couple other things just because he smacked you that hard. (laughs) He didn't. He didn't charge me with an underage. <laughs> Only disorderly conduct. <laughs> so, essentially, Kent got me out of a ticket. That was awesome. Well, a bigger ticket. A license suspension. I re- See, I've dealt with a lot of cops. Like I said, it matters who you get, really, with them and right. kind of what their attitude is. If they're having a good day or a bad day. But the biggest dicks I've ever dealt with is the game commission. <laughs> they are crazy on fucking power because they can overpower police in certain situations depending what it is right due to the rules that they have they can go into your house and open up your freezer and take a look yes <laughs> without a warrant without anything right just just because someone said you were illegally hunting or something yeah or yeah. that they think you caught too many fish yeah yeah you caught too many sir okay in your door one two three oh yep just, just suspicion alone. That's crazy. Yeah. So the one day, Jared was our barber, who was also <laughs> in the car with us for the other thing. Not with us at the beach, though. Not with us at the beach, though. What? He knew better. Oh, he just said, that sounds like a really dumb idea. <laughs> Anyways, uh, he's fishing. I, I have a vehicle at this time. You know, he calls me. He's like, hey, can you... Picked me up from fishing. I got dropped off here. We were planning to hang out later that day. Well, he Anyways. got really into fishing, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real big. A lot of people do around here. Not a lot of shit to do. So yeah. when you get into something, you get to do it real big. Right, like bowling. Yeah, like bowling. Which, we were in first place, Drew. Now we're in second. But we'll get back. We'll get back to the top. <laughs> Any hoozles. He's like, yeah, just come pick me up. I'm like, okay. I go and meet him at the docks to pick him up. He's fishing. With three fishing poles, which is legal. You're allowed to do that. Yeah. He has them set up. He reels the one in. He's going to reel the other in. I'm kind of complaining that he's taking forever. He's like, well, grab the other reel and reel it in and we'll get the fuck out of here. I'm like, okay. I grab it. I go to reel it in. Look over. Lights. Game commission gets out. (laughs) I need to see everybody's fishing license. Fuck. I don't like the fish. I don't have a fishing license. I don't like to touch the fish. I don't said. like to touch the fish. I'm not big on eating fish. 
I'm not a fish guy. <laughs> I don't give a fuck to wait out there and let something bite a hook and go, oh, I'd rather just cast a net and catch a bunch. <laughs> I'd rather do it smarter, you know? Either way. But you, you like hunting for women. Mm-hmm. 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 So you throw mm-hmm. so you throw a hook out there and see if it bites. See if it bites, right? Right. But I like like that hook. I got more sensitivity to, so it feels better. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but he comes. He's checking everyone's ID. He's like, <clears throat> "You don't have one. I got to write you a ticket." I was like, "Dude, I wasn't fishing. I'm just rolling this reel in for my buddy." A couple other fishermen were like, "Yeah, th- that kid hasn't been here all day. He just came." They're about to leave. He's like, I don't care. Your hand was on the pole. The pole's in the water. That's fishing. <laughs> How much do you think that ticket was? I think you told me. I think it was like 180 bucks or something. No. So the 180 buck ticket happened literally this, like the same week. That's when I had my little 250 motorcycle. Thought I was <laughs> sweet and pinned it and do 90 mile an hour the fastest it would go. Redline it. Cop pulled me over. Literally, we talked about the bike for an hour on the side of the road. <laughs> because when I bought that bike, it was a brand new type of technology in a motorcycle. So he knew what kind of bike it was. We were talking about the bike, yada, yada, yada. He even sat on it, revved it a couple times. I'm like, fuck, I'm getting out of this ticket. Hell yeah. Here you go, 180 Here you bucks. go, 180 bucks speeding ticket. I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, you wasted all my time and he handed me a ticket? No. So the fish was out $350. $350? 350 Now, speeding on a motorcycle, only 180 Fishing without a license, 350 bucks. I mean, that, that's kind of justified. You speed on a motorcycle, the only person you're hurting is yourself. You fish without a license, you're hurting everybody. You say that, but coincidentally, he pulled me over right at the causeway. If I would have wrecked, it would have went in the water. <laughs> <laughs> game, game commission would have had a real big fucking fit. Hub, you were on the bike, and the bike's in the water. That's fishing. Dude, so like, when we got in trouble... For breaking into the beach. Uh, we all had community service. Yeah. I forget what you did for your community service. I forget too. I ended up cleaning the lake. <laughs> the area where we were at. Well, no. I actually had to clean multiple. Multiple. Really, the first day I went, I picked up a bag. I cleaned one area. And I realized no one's fucking watching me. So the next time. And I realized all I do is log my hours on in a sheet. Which no one watches me come in or out. So I was like, you know what? Fuck this. So I'd go in, sign my name up, put the time, go back home, sit, watch TV, fill it up with the trash from home, turn it <laughs> in, and write in my time. And like around the last, like the last couple of days that I had to do community service, which by the way, I got away with it the whole time because no one watched you, which other kids didn't do that. I was surprised. Other kids doing community service was out there. I think I was out there. It cracked me up. I'd just go home. Fill it up with local trash. What did I do? But my last day, they were like, hey, you want to come on the cop boat? (laughs) The same one that pulled up on us? Well, there's three, so I don't know. It had a chance to be one of them. And I was like, hell yeah, I want to go on the cop boat. So we like drove around on the cop boat all day. And I realized, you know what they do? Like the game commission and what they do all day. They sit there and watch other boats make sure you're not speeding in areas and they're real big dicks about it. Like a jet ski goes under the bridge. It only can go like five mile an hour. Yeah. And if they go any faster than that, dude, they'll pull you over in their boat. Or if they're on shore, they'll wave you to come fucking in on shore and write you a ticket. (laughs) 
And I'm sitting there like, damn, like they are that aggressive about it. Yeah. We need money for this fucking get everybody. Well, if you didn't buy three fucking police boats. Dude, they, obviously they need them for when we throw parties because, you know, they really needed three. To be fair, when the cop boats pulled up, they said we've had cop cars waiting down at the bottom that couldn't get in. So the <laughs> cop cars came that way first, realized it was locked, realized it wasn't their key in their lock. <laughs> and Speaking of things, Andrea, your, uh, your invitation was revoked. Yeah. Because well, you couldn't shut up to it about your mom. Right. It was banging a cop. <laughs> it wasn't the best planning. No. It wasn't the best plan. We thought it, nobody cared. Yeah, to be honest. But they did care. But they did care. Yeah. And it wasn't anyone in the houses that cared around the place. Yeah. They didn't give two shits. Yeah. Was, which I don't even think the fishers, fishermen cared. That's why, like, because they just, just kept fishing and ignored it. They really didn't <laughs> right. give a shit. At the end of the day, bad decisions. Bad decisions. We're young. You, we, we were young. Everybody makes bad calls. Well, that's we just happen to make a lot more than most yeah. people. Well, we're we're some. We got to see it with our own eyes. So sometimes our <laughs> lessons are a little more harsh. People can tell us a hundred times, and we're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna fuck it." He got a DUI, and I didn't have that experience with them, just like every other cop time that we were with together. So, <laughs> so I had to have my own you independently. Had to be your own. Although you had, you had a lot of underages. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Although I did almost die by fire, technically, almost. We'd say almost. Really, I just threw up and passed out. <laughs> you know, like a champ. Yeah, because I was square dancing. Like a champ. Were you square dancing that night? Yeah. I That's why I didn't I go to that I miss you party. having money from square dancing. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> you always have, but like a shit ton of money doing that shit. Yeah, but it we was, should we should go and just do it now, just to make money for the podcast. But it was none that I really could access. Now we could. Now we could. But, like, I remember a scrimping change and putting it underneath, like, a 40-pound rock so nobody else would grab it. Yes, we did. We used to have the little $5 quarter things we'd fill up to know exactly. (laughs) We'd pay for that. Pay for shit, like food and stuff. All quarters. I miss those. See, that's why, like... You don't need money to be happy. Because right there's an example of us being broke ass oh, yeah. poor and still having great times trying to figure out how to even buy one fucking milkshake. Yeah. So, well, it's getting to that point, Drew. Yep, I you, feel it. You you ready to get into Sleepy this? time. You ready to do your co-host duties? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hit it. <laughs> We're on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, and now Google Podcasts and the Lunch Table PBJ. That's probably how you're listening to us right now, so keep going ahead and doing that. Very, very important. Keep going ahead and doing that. Yeah, I always say that, though. I, I'm on and on a shirt. Keep going ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to see when we do do that shirt, we're on YouTube at the Lunch Table PBJ. That might be how you're watching us right now. Keep going ahead and doing that. <laughs> Go ahead and doing that. <laughs> We're on Twitter at LunchTablePBJ. If you want to take part in any of the polls that we do or stay up to date on anything that we're doing, uh, that might be the best way to go Go ahead and do that. Yeah, go, go. Gadget. Is that what I say? No, you just said it there. I don't okay. know why you studied. Usually you never. Eh. It's like the doo-doo. You usually never say doo-doo either. <laughs> 
We're on Facebook at the Lunch Table PBJ, as well as our fan page, The Munchies. If you want, go ahead and tell us how we're doing or anything apart yeah. from that. Uh, we will listen. That might be one of the best ways to get a hold of us. Yeah, actually, uh, you know, you can compliment us, and that gives my attention, but negative attention does better. Right? Yeah. yeah. I told him he was fat. He became vegan. Yeah, see? <laughs> see? Negative does a lot better with me. <laughs> Speaking of negative. Reverse psychology. We're on TikTok and Instagram at the Lunch Table PBJ. CJ takes care of those. He does a wonderful job. He always puts up some of the fun clips that we have uh, throughout each episode. Uh, you're networking very well. Oh, thank you. I, yeah, yeah, we're growing. We're networking. You know, like I said, we get more people to send in some stuff, say hello, yada, yada. If you feel that you can't sit through an hour-long episode or 45 minutes or however long it runs, those are, you know, 30 seconds. Go take a look at those. That is true. Liking those is just as important as liking the video on YouTube. Yes, it is. And honestly, if you got to break it up, break it up. I get it. I get it. But that's why we try not to run it too long. Right. I feel like an hour 30, hour 40, like a good max. I get sick of listening to me after two hours. And if you really want to hard it. uh, A hard on? (laughs) If you really want a hard on. Yeah. We're on Patreon at the Lunch Table PBJ. Uh, if you want to be that person that gives that little bit extra, that's the way to do it. Um, it we, we have a lot of expenses that are going to be coming up. We're going to try and uh, do some cool things. Yeah. Um, yeah no we have way, big plans. In no way, shape, or form do we uh, expect anyone to donate. Right. You know, we're just putting it out there, man. Uh, every little bit helps. We're more than willing to take it. Yep. But we don't expect it. And if you like what we do, liking is liking and sharing and just getting the word out of there. It's plenty. It's plenty. Right. If you tell one friend and that one friend tells two friends. Yeah, tell your big mouth friends. Full on question. Yeah. Do I have a big mouth or a little mouth? Because last ep- or with the episode of Kent, True. you said that I cannot keep secrets. Does that mean that I have a big mouth? But then you also say that I have a little mouth. Okay, so size-wise, it's little. Nope, nope. Okay, okay. So Winner takes all. I have to either have right, a big one or a small one. You have a little mouth that can't stay shut. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I am a big mouth, but I have a little mouth. Yes, yes. You and yourself are a jumbo shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. All right, is that all of it, bud? I think that's it, man. All right, well, as always, thanks for stopping by. It's getting a lot more fun around here. Thanks, Drew, for being my co-host. Pull, 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 boo. See ya.